Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Top Stories. My name is actually not producer Chris. Robert Mugabe was going nowhere without a struggle in August 2013. Plus, Silvio Berlusconi was back on the news. A happy day indeed. It's Bugle issue 243, the gifts that keep giving. Top Story this week, breaking Berlusconi news. And uh, we have late breaking uh, Berlusconi updates here at the Bugle, Silvio Berlusconi, the real-life Leatherface, uh, the sexual assaulter's sexual assaulter, and a man whose body is 60% water and 40% Viagra, the walking, chemically-induced boner, and the, he, has had, he has had Italy's highest court uh, just uphold his prison sentence for tax evasion, and that is apparently the end of his appeals process. Incredibly, it seems that Berlusconi has been found guilty in a permanent way. Like Al Capone, it's tax evasion that seems to have been his unlikely downfall, especially because, also like Al Capone, he's lived a life of a career criminal prior to this decision. <laughs> it's extraordinary that, that, that it's over, 
Uh, yeah. It feels like the end of the Police Academy franchise or something. He thought it would just never end. Um, but he described the more than 50 court cases he has faced as, quote, genuine judicial harassment that is unmatched in the civilised world. Um <laughs> I mean that's that's a that's a think, big claim, but uh, I think what he ne- what he needs to understand, Daddy, is that some of those charges against him have generally been a response to human behaviour from him, which is unmatched in the civilised world. <laughs> well, John, look, I'm not a massive fan of the no smoke without fire school of justice. Yeah, which, uh, you know, not not all of my family would necessarily side with me on that one, as you would know, having, for example, met my brother. Uh, but um, but fifty court cases, John, that is a lot of smoke yeah, for a man who's claiming he's never even been to a barbecue. A lot of smoke. Uh, now, apparently, this sentence cannot be appealed, and yet Berlusconi, at seventy-six years old, is evidently unlikely to go to jail still because of his age. Uh, reports seem to suggest that he's likely to serve house arrest or carry out community service. And for a start, you know that he's going to try and carry out community service, cleaning the changing rooms of a women's volleyball team. That's for a start. <laughs> but also, does that essentially mean? Do does that essentially mean that in Italy? Once you reach a certain age, you can basically commit any crime. Because that's that's an interesting idea. Age has increasingly been respected less and less culturally. And uh, maybe that would turn it all around if, upon turning 75, you were basically guaranteed not to go to jail. That might make kids think twice before messing with old people. Oh, sure. Keep pushing my bin over on your way to school, kids. Just know that on your way home, I'm going to be sitting in my front garden with a f***ing crossbow. <laughs> oh, what's that? You don't want to offer your seat to me on this bus? How about I empty this bucket of paint over your head? If you need me, I'll be serving out my sentence for this at home, also <laughs> known as the place I spend all my time anyway. <laughs> he said, uh, I've been rewarded with accusations and a verdict that is founded on absolutely nothing that takes away my personal freedom <laughs> oh. and my political rights. And those are no justice, no moving, justice. Uh, moving words, uh, yeah. John, because uh, when a man has his personal freedom and his political rights taken away, what yeah. is left of him? The answer, of course, is his penis. But <laughs> apart from his penis, what is left of the man? And the answer yeah. is his makeup and his hair dye and his total control of the media. But apart from that, John, <laughs> yeah. what is left for Berlusconi? Got to feel yeah. sorry for the guy. Berlusconi's legal team said there were solid reasons why Berlusconi should have been acquitted. But again, Andy, when it comes to the sexual charges against him, there are some pretty solid reasons for which he should be in jail. And many of those solid reasons emanated from inside his trousers. But that's not the point. The point is, it could have been even worse for Silvio, the uh, the Silvio Berlusconi, the uh, self-styled human snake, because the judges did not uphold the order that would have barred him from public office. That will apparently be re-examined by a lower court. So hold on, Andy. He could still come back. <laughs> if, if he pulls that off, Andy, not only is he technically legal Teflon, it would actually make me feel sorry for Anthony Weiner here in New York, Andy, because he's, he's having some self-induced trouble running for mayor of New York, but it seems like he could announce running for the mayor of Milan get on a plane to fly there and have been elected to office before the seatbelt sign was turned off. <laughs> well, it just shows you can never rule Berlusconi out, John. You know, he's... You, you know, can't. He's, you know, because Italy has shown a frankly astonishing willingness to mm-hmm. just keep voting him in, in the interest of global entertainment rather than national well-being. And, um, you know, if he does get back into power, John, the way Italy just keeps voting him in, to me, that's that would be like getting another blowjob off the same crocodile with your eighth consecutive penis. <laughs>
<laughs> I think, I think that is the fairest way to describe his political history, and I think it's the way of describing it that he'd be most likely to understand. <laughs> Uh, and also trying to ban... I mean, how you can't ban Berlusconi from public... He'll find a way, John. You might as well try to ban yeah. bears from disappearing into the woods with a newspaper and a crossword solving dictionary under their arms. You cannot <laughs> fight nature. That is his natural habitat. Zimbabwe holds election question mark update now. <laughs> and uh, it's Zimbabwe election time, Andy, which is always a confusing time for the international community, the people of Zimbabwe and the concept of numbers. <laughs> uh, before the election, uh, El Presidente Mugabe made a statement that was akin to a Ming vase. It was as admirable as it was empty. He <laughs> pledged to step down if he lost the election, which, of course, Andy, is completely meaningless because he doesn't lose elections. He's the Harlem Globetrotters of democracy. His winning record is undeniably impressive, but you have to take into the fact when looking at that record, he's not playing by anything resembling the rules. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, he is, uh, if he knows, if he knows one thing, John, it is how to win an election. And uh, the final results aren't uh, out. The world is waiting with maggots in its mouth. Uh, sorry, with bated breath. <laughs> That's a little fishing joke for all you fish fans. Uh, for the result of the election, is this on? Is this on? Uh, and he does look set for another win, uh, John. I mean, there's no substitute for experience. When you have a winning record like that, John, trying to beat Mugabe in an election is like trying to beat Lance Armstrong in a who's had the most Tour de France title stripped from, from you competition. You're going to have to do something pretty special and also something pretty f***ing dodgy to pull it off. Uh, Mugabe is now 89 years old, but uh, the official election returns count him as 23 years old. And <laughs> he is running for a seventh term. And he said, if you lose, you must surrender before <laughs> winking at journalists and saying, that's a pretty big if, though. Am I right? Do you get it? You know, because of all those elections I stole. Do you get it? Do you? I, it's a pretty big if. Do you get what I'm saying? Because there's no way I'm going to lose. Do you, do you get? Because because if it looks like I'm going to lose, I'll fix it. Do you get it? Yeah, <laughs> you get it. Uh, Mugabe's opponent, Morgan Spangarai, accused Mugabe of vote rigging and must have said that with an almost bored sigh in his voice. <laughs> he, he claimed that the election was a huge farce and that the poll on Wednesday was null and void, presumably before saying... OK, if anyone needs me, I'll be over here watching people do absolutely nothing about it. Uh, it is tough, as you say, Andy, to run against Mugabe, and for so many reasons, especially when Mugabe r runs constantly on his classic platform of vote for me or I might have you killed. That's a, that's a campaign promise that he's kept over the years, Andy, so there's just no room to accuse him of hypocrisy there. It's a very catchy slogan. As you say, it was uh, Svangarai described it as... A huge force. And by comparison with the other countries' elections, he might have a point. But by comparison with previous Zimbabwean elections, it's actually been about as farcical as a brick resting in a shed. Uh, because <laughs> it's been much more peaceful. It's been devoid of the kind of levels of violence. And, you know, obviously some, some pretty dodgy things have gone on, John. But uh, it's just, it just makes you sort of, hurt, as a neutral, hanker for the, uh, the old days when, for example, 25% of the electoral register turned out to be dead. You know, you just kind of miss that level of fraud. Just, yeah. I just feel that the world has lost something. Now, first official results uh, from the elections in Zimbabwe show that Mugabe's party has taken an early lead, which prompted the kind of surprised response when a particular horse takes an early lead uh, <laughs> when all the other horses have been shot dead in the stables. <laughs> There's a reason that horse is a hot favourite, Andy. That's all I'm saying. Well, he got to he got to cut him some slack, John. He vowed. Robert Mugabe vowed. That's that's a vow, John. Free. Yep. 
and fair elections. Now, obviously, yeah. given his form line in this area, that I guess is about as reassuring as Joseph Stalin saying to you, no, honestly, I've really come round to poetry uh, in the end, so please do read on, Mr. Poet. I'm all ears. Don't, don't look so nervous. I'll probably like it. As long as it rhymes, I'm not into all this free verse shit. De dum 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 de dum. Why piss on a winning sandwich? Go on. Ignore the fact that I'm on the phone to the train company booking a substandard class one-way adult single to Siberia for a what was your name again? Yep. Go on. Right. Let's hear it. Why are you crying? Shit. Have I got breakfast in my moustache again? No. No. What? Okay. What was it? What's it called anyway? Hang on. Let me guess. Is it what a great guy Stalin is? Ah, I thought so. Good. Right. Is it a long one? I might get some popcorn in. I love poems. It, oh, hang on. Is this going to be about how difficult your wife is going to find it after your mysterious death? It is, isn't it? I love, <laughs> I love those ones. Oh, by the way, that's a lovely tune, Stravinsky. We should meet up and talk about it sometime. Uh, the the uh, the international media does not seem remotely interested in the election in Zimbabwe, Andy. And if it's possible, the American media is even less interested. And, and I can speak with experience, Andy, because uh, I've been watching the news in America all week. And I can promise you that American news networks would demonstrably rather cover an election between hypothetical candidates that will take place here in over three years' time <laughs> than covering an election in Zimbabwe that is happening right now. They have made their choice, Andy, and they're sticking with it. There you go. What an excellent show. Now, please help us to stay alive by donating at thebuglepodcast.com. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now.